0: Previously, on Will Save. Our crew finds out that not every plush toy is fun for the whole family, as this fiendishly fun-sized foe cuts into Dr. O.K. for a punishing amount of damage. Round after round, our crew hurls insults and blows in an attempt to kill the construct's spirits, and in its final moments, a glimmer of hope shines for our furry figurine, realizing the error of his ways only to find out it's too late as Rex swings his axe for more damage than its collectible resale value. Has our crew finally found some respite from this horrifying child's play? Or is our crew playing right into the hands of some demonic puppet master? Find out this time on will Save.
1: This is Dick Denali, and we're here with the morning rotation. We're going to kick off with a segment about the kids of Absalom Station. <laughs> we're going to go to our first kid, whose name rhymes with Billiam Barrett.
0: <laughs> What's a cool thing that you did, young Billiam Barrett, that no one would know what you did mm. when you were a kid? Oh, illegal uh, Illegal things.
2: I <laughs> mean, you were a kid,
3: so cut, cut statute of limitations. Just, just yeah. <laughs> it, Or we, we don't want to encourage bad behavior. I get it.
0: It's all right. We just yeah, cut the broadcast. No, it definitely never had to do with any computer systems or financial institutions or anything, really. <laughs> Shit. Um, I've never yeah. done a, a legal thing in my life. And um, no, that's nope. not true. But certainly never cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even if I did do it I didn't get caught, so it doesn't matter, it's fine. Yeah, it never happened. <laughs> yeah, it was before I was eighteen, so let's just not talk about it. Pretty sure my dad
1: poured sand into large construction equipment when they were trying to build something in a place that he didn't want them to build. Pretty sure that he did that with his friends. As a child? Yeah, as like a kid was like nah. Like what what age child are we talking about? Like six years old? I don't know. Like no ten. No, come on. Yeah, yeah, ten. Almost a preteen.
2: A pre preteen. He was like that that against the system that he was like, I'm going to dump sand into your tractor. I think so. Wow.
0: Yikes. That's that's, that's expensive, man.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. What about our next kid whose name rhymes with mm, Bick Nelcher?
4: <laughs> you really <laughs> wanted to go with the Dick, dick y- y- Delker? <laughs> y- you know,
1: this is a family
4: show. Oh, gosh. All no. right. Um, so when I was about 10 or 12, I um, I participated in space camp.
2: Cool. That's, that's nice. awesome. Like you flew to Texas or whatever? And-
4: no, no, no. They did it in. Um, no. Oh, not like
2: NASA space camp. We're
4: talking <laughs> NASA space camp. So oh. we're talking the one down uh, close to. Um, oh, John, help Cape me out. Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Yeah. Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Oh, Florida. Uh, yeah. that's.
2: I forgot you're from Florida. Yeah.
4: Well,
1: he's not. I, I forgot that, too. Totally from Florida. Florida. Wow. Yeah, kind of from John Florida. throwing shade kind, on his hey, fellow Floridian. I, I was born in it. I was raised in it. <laughs> Nick was Damn, not from Florida. No. John? What, Will? <laughs> Are you a Californian? I I think by virtue of being here for, you know, like
0: 10 years, 12 years now. You weren't born here. But... I. <laughs> All right, well,
1: I get your point. I Get your point. Well, you don't need to rub my face in your cool In-N-Out burger. Anyway, he's not a complete California. And, and your Hulehouser, <laughs> and you too, Kelly, and you too, Kev. We're outnumbered, it's, Nick.
3: There's no Florida's gold. That's sad. There's Florida's no Florida's gold. gold. No,
1: there's just the no. fountain just of orange huge in St. Augustine, have, the yeah, Fountain Florida's of Life.
0: Oranges. Oh, okay. Florida's riches. <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, Boca Raton.
1: <laughs> Boca Raton. There's cool, yeah, s-
0: there's cool stuff in Florida. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. there's awesome. Yeah. For those Zero. who are into that, yeah. yeah. Swamps. And swamps. Yeah, swamps. Alligators. Yeah. Gators. The
1: Everglades. All right, Nick, so yeah, tell us about this space man. camp. What did you do?
4: Um, I got to experience kind of like uh, the gravity on the moon, which was pretty cool. Uh, got to do their G-Force machine where they
2: spin you around in circles. Wait, rewind. How did you get to experience gravity on the moon if you were on Earth?
4: They had like this cool gravitational mas- machine in there where it gave
2: they you. They just turned off gravity.
0: There's no, like, like, turn
4: it down. It was, it was weird. I don't know how they did. Ten or twelve minutes. I don't. The down.
0: experience of reduced. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're
4: gonna be that guy.
2: Were there were there strings involved? I'm mean, I'm assuming there were like cables probably or something. Like an
0: arm. I think. Probably yeah, something like, like yeah, that. Okay. I was okay. Okay. The arm. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. All right.
0: Um, I cool. gotta do their uh, jeep. Gives it probably gives yeah. you a wedgie, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I am, I am jealous that you got to go to school. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. I dude. think that's really that's cool. That's awesome. super awesome. That's so,
3: really cool, yeah. yeah
2: I got to do the
4: G-Force machine where, you know, kind of on the Rocketman movie where he's literally going around in circles and the Force is like pushing. Yeah, the space yeah.
2: Back. A, a a friend of ours going through flight school right now yep. just did that, and he I think he got up to like seven yeah, G's. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah, yeah, it's and it really, really intense. It. And he's just like, man, he looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, I did
4: <laughs> at at as a ten or twelve year old, I did three G's. Yeah, and then I also got to fly the simulation of the space shuttle, which was really cool. That's great. Nice. nice. So, that, that, that was really awesome.
3: Cool. That's like the best part for sure.
4: I got all the way through separating the initial rocket boosters before uh, we blew up. Crash and <laughs> Nick,
2: oh, that yeah? is Nick,
1: that is just enough experience to where if this was a movie, that would be foreshadowing that later we're going to be in that situation and you're the only one who can fly. That's yeah, it, right? That like, is just enough experience to be You're that.
2: watching it on TV and you're like, no, they need to push that button. <laughs> That's so funny. Them.
4: There is, I watched The Tomorrow War last night, actually. Oh, I'm like halfway on, through that
2: one. I still haven't gotten like, all those. It's so
4: freaking funny. It's a good movie. <laughs> Chris Pratt, right?
3: Yeah. It's
0: terribly funny. Yeah. I gotta check it out. Yeah.
4: Decent movie. Like, good amount of humor, like, suffused with, like, some really dark thriller I'm stuff.
0: So glad they're a sponsor.
1: Yep. <laughs> I love that they sent us all this cool swag.
0: Yeah. That we're all wearing. I'm, I'm best friends with Chris Pratt. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure he listens to our show. Yeah, yeah.
0: pretty sure. Yeah, he and The Rock hang out, right? So fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. Kelly. They, the they, they work out together, and he listens to. Yeah, so that's how we found out about. Us. I could see that Kelly constructing her uh, own narrative.
3: Let's see. Um, I guess like there was one. When my, my sister and I went to a school for a while um, together and um, uh, my sister like hated her curly hair so she would straighten it with like a straightener mm-hmm. and get it like really long and straight and everything okay. and then there was this one kid who I guess like was an a- and this is like he oh, called her like, Michael Jackson <laughs> Whoa, so what the hell? now this is like after Michael Jackson was cool and before he was cool again you know what I mean so like it was mm-hmm. like a period he of time cool anymore. yeah
2: Long, wait, he was wait, a dangerous hold on. album. Oh,
3: yeah, that's true, actually. He's always up and down. <laughs>
0: what, what, Which, which the album? The
3: ebbs and flows of Michael Jackson. I don't know. It was the 90s. So then, like, it's like after Free Willy, but everybody started to get a little bit wised up at that point. <laughs> so then, like, eh, so then I got, like, really mad. So I just, like, pushed him. And I like, huh. I think I pushed him like really far huh. and he got hurt like really bad. <gasps> Wait, what, what
2: What age were you? Like, Most school, of my grade? fighting
3: was really young, like not much older. I don't know. It was like third grade or fourth grade or something. So you
2: were you were like, but you're still like five foot ten when all the other kids are like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Four. laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Well yeah.
0: <laughs> don't, well, yeah. I mean, don't don't call my Look, sister Michael Jackson, all right? Also <laughs> being tall is fine one on one, but if you know, you're being bullied or whatever Yeah. This is the tall, twenty dust it's size is just a liability. It's more well,
3: surface was, to hit. I wasn't bullied though. I mean he was just being to my sister, but yeah, yeah. oh well, I never grew up being that for mm. sure. No, I'm, I'm, i all for And it. I have Kelly taken K- on three other kids before when I as a kid, so there was Dang. one or two times like that. Yeah. Stupid yeah. kids.
2: Wow, yeah. yeah. we're all, you know, pretty. Wait, Kelly, are you trained in any any kind of martial arts or anything? Not really. No, not really. I that's, that's not what,
3: really. Some of he's
1: received training movies.
4: in Krav Maga. I'll yeah. I, he
1: he I did some
3: Taekwondo for a period of
1: time. That was okay. it, basically. Yeah. So you can kick a bottle off my head. That's fine. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's cool. I, I can just bagging.
4: see Kelly, like five ten, just roundhousing a third grader.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> he's also a third grader though, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I
3: <laughs> that's, that's how this works i guess one more slightly <laughs> unbelievable story because it technically was about whether it's hard to believe but at, related to taekwondo i went there and actually invited um this sort of i guess he's like a c-level celebrity these days but his Ooh. name is david gallagher he was the blonde kid from seventh heaven and the voice of riku from kingdom hearts uh, oh, which is oh. what i most like him for that's awesome but there was a couple years where i hung out you with beat him as a kid
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> <have> to, <we laughs> like talking to yeah. 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 You are like, I I beat up Rico. Yeah. So I was
3: I was briefly in an episode of Seventh Heaven just for like a second and it was what? like it was like nothing. Yeah, it was technically an extra part, an extra role, but they would we like need to talk find to this David, clip. pretend to be friends with him. But then we did become friends for a while, and he tried to make me really cool, so we would like go to like these clubs and stuff, and everybody would be like, David, and get like VIP and everything. But I didn't end up becoming cool, unfortunately. But uh, it, was, it, was, it was fun.
2: False. Wait, at what age were you going to these clubs? Yeah,
3: I was like probably 15, and he was like 17 or
1: 18. <laughs> so or it's something. like 18 and <laughs> under <laughs> <What>? clubs. <laughs> nice. It
2: was an
3: 18 and under club. I think it was called Club 17 or something. Classic. It used to be in Hollywood. Of course it was. Yeah. But you yeah. are cool now because you're cause over cause you're after, you're after, you're after 17.
1: Podcast, yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, I exactly. can just
4: imagine Kellen going up to one of these clubs, like, we're on the list. And we we're literally like, were. Come on
3: in. And then there was like one girl from my high school once, and she's like, Can you let us in? And he was like, Nah, that girl. Or
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. And then we drank our Red Bulls
3: or whatever teenagers do to be cool. Wow. Anyway, uh, so, story
2: complete. Wow. I I
1: was amazing. It. we have just a minute left because. I want to play, but I'm sure that we're still
2: going to hear your stories, John. Okay. Uh, I I was actually like a pretty good kid. All I ever did was like play video games, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Um, It wasn't until like seventh grade that I got like bad and I went through this like little bad stage. But like my bad was we popped up the keyboards and then we would rearrange the letters on the keyboards and so we'd spell out you. On the keyboard, and then, but it was funny because like it was a typing class that all these kids were like messing up on typing, and the teacher was like, "What do you mean? Why guys? Can't you guys figure this out?" And she'd go look at the keyboard and the keyboard and say, F- "You." Um, and then we stole the mouse balls, and we would because they bounced really good. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. If we have any young young listeners, um, you probably don't even know what a mouse ball is, but before like the invention of like LED laser scan. Mouses, they used a ball, a roller ball, to like actually move the mouse around and tell you where
0: the had a the little cursor wheel be. that it sat on top of. And, and before just, the ball, yeah. it was just hard boiled eggs, so
2: right. Yeah. Um, but that those mouse, the mouse balls are like just thick rubber and they bounce really good. We lost a bunch of them; we got in trouble. So I actually got suspended for the first time in my life because wow. of mouse
1: balls. <laughs> yeah. wow. uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's a good reason. That's good. I have
0: I one that I can share that's related to that.
1: Please, and then we have to start.
2: No, then we got to tell John's stories. No. no John,
0: I want to he- hear yours. No, I'm. Yeah. No. Uh,
1: I'll talk about mine later, but it does involve martial arts. It doesn't involve. Oh, stay somebody. tuned for yeah. after
2: the show for John's stay stories. Stay tuned after. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah, stay tuned but after. Will, tell
0: John's us your story. got the outro. Okay, so real quick, uh, I installed a small virus on my <laughs> computer, the- on the computers <laughs> in my high school and junior highs that would allow <laughs> the- for It's it called mitten fingers. And so. <laughs> when you would type it would like unlike you know the 10th or 12th letter ones. it would be like the one right next to it oh my <laughs> god Wait, oh, it wow. was evil. that's that's so not, right. I, not really how amazing. Hold
2: on.
3: describe that Oh
2: that's so good Wait. So you're I,
0: like I typing your essay in the computer lab. Say, yeah. uh, you know, like the the teacher's like assignment is to you know write two paragraphs about what you did today. It was a
2: random fat finger generator. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I love that. it. Was basically, bitten fingers would occasionally on a randomly determined interval, uh, move your you know pretend like your keyboard finger hit the the wrong key. That's so you're typing like, hi, my name's Nick and be like, hi, my name's Bick." <laughs> That's amazing. That That's is awesome. That's actually well
2: done. It's, it's actually still implemented in yeah, the school system they there. Been been never to up. So, they never pull it
0: up. alas, I don't think it is. Did they upgrade it? I just thought did the way you
1: started know? it, you were like, all right, so you guys know the Pentagon, right? So I put in a virus that was at no, <laughs> really that level. Of Not with a.
0: I would never go against my own government. <laughs> 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 the silence
4: shows. And with that, that.
1: <laughs> thank you for watching the morning rotation. On to our next program, we'll save the podcast. Let's play Crush Gas
0: Ball. Cool.
1: Let's play some yeah.
0: Starfinder. Is there anyone out there?
1: That's always stuck in my head.
0: Starfinder. No? Is there anyone who really cares? So, let's do a quick
1: uh, recap. All right. Let's Perhaps. Do, oh, uh, Kelly. This is the second uh, time you've no. interrupted me. I was listening I, back and you interrupted me again. You guys, inter- you. I've been
3: interrupting John a lot. But I. I'm but John, good about. job on the will save, um, uh, whatever you call this, on Rule 20. Because uh, I like the sliced, uh, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, what's it called? The devil in a Box. It's yeah, The a Box. Devil, devil in the Box. It's called The Devil in a Box. Out of the Box. Yeah, the landing page out of the box? is, as we'll get to it, Rick's uh, murderous destruction of this. Yeah, murder, murder, murder,
5: murder, murder.
2: So murder, it's called a devil, man.
1: Come on. Consider this, that perhaps as you entered into possibly one of the stranger rooms in this book so far, maybe the fear that you felt from... The intense two fight, the part one, part two fight with the Grey Bounder, and also just the whole wing of maniacal experiments. All that fear and anxiety maybe washes away as you walk into a room that is ostensibly maybe a haven from all that. An oasis of youth and innocence as there's plush toys and beads and baubles and a fusion fizz machine. That, when lit up, is the only light in the room. This artificial color sprayed across the floor and the wall. So illuminated by this light, you do battle against this tiny Sheeran plush toy that has come to life. You insult, you shoot, you prod, and ultimately, you are chopping into this cho- this toy, this cute toy, until it finally does some damage to Dr. Okay. Then Hears, feeling remorseful at destroying this caricature of his own race. You offer an olive branch of mercy. And the yep. Wick 19 cold and unforgiving oh, slams the creature against the wall, <laughs> chops it in half, its arms outstretched as if it were going to accept Here's his it's
2: sharp, laser razor blade, arms Yeah, that's stab, as doctor if, like, okay. it wants to hug you. Yep. Yeah, come on, get out of here. And
4: the this last is- sound that it makes before it crumbles into lifeless oblivion is the sound of,
5: I love you, Rick 19.
3: <laughs> uh. Hello, darkness, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> Rick 19 is not persuaded by pleas of mercy. As or the love. toy. Yeah. That's it. Sorry.
1: So Rick.
2: <laughs> or love. <laughs> Just period. Or love. Yeah. So the toy. He's not persuaded by
1: anything. Slides against the wall. I'm going to move you guys over from our tongue in cheek landing page to, or rather, I should say, tongue on the floor, body on the floor. <laughs> Yeah. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the There the it floor. is. We need that drop. We should add that to our uh, A drop list. Yeah. What's, what's the name of our of our drop spreadsheet, Kev? It's called um, uh, Not the Drops We Wanted, the Drops We Needed. Something like that. It's yeah. Not the drops
2: you, you <laughs> needed, but the drops you deserve. Yeah. Yeah, else. that's great. I forget now. And whatever the Batman quote is, you guys are catch me off guard.
1: That's improv, baby. <laughs> so. You don't even hear the sound of the toy as it falls just back into the pile of plush toys that are there. Except now one is in half. The rest don't move like this one did. So now Rick is standing against the wall. Dr. K, I think you were injured. You're standing in the middle of the room. Nico, you're standing next to the vending machine and here's is there. Correct. So, what do you guys want
3: to do? Um, here's is going to investigate
1: this pile over here uh, or the, okay. both of the piles. Okay. Yeah, I'd like uh, to think. investigate as well. All right. You guys are going to, so he, Dr. Okay, here's, you're going to start walking around looking at some of the piles that are, you know, some of them are crushed workstations. And you're kicking through again little plastic beads and bobbles and strings that were clearly made from something else. Uh, it's been destroyed. And Rick and Nico, what are you you two doing?
2: Uh, Rick is gonna look at the. Th- there's three doors. There's one for the door we came into. It's a long room. Um, there's so straight across. There's like an angular door um, wall with its door, and then to the right there's. Two, there's a double door and then a single door. So Rick is going to look at those three doors. And just a reminder, he does speak Aklo. Um, so I'm going to roll a perception check to see if I, I don't know, get any kind of information on what's behind each of these doors.
1: Okay, let's go through. Uh, I just want to see what each of you were doing, and then we can go kind of and go through. So, Nico, what were you going to do? I was going to loot the place. Okay, so you're also going around. So <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> That's a- so uh why don't we start with Dr. OK and here's give me a perception check. I have 17. 17%. 17. Ooh, I rolled an 18. 18. Wow, you just had to show up mm. here's like that. Yeah, thanks. Watch out cuz they'll beat you up. They'll push you.
4: Na 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 na.
1: Into this pile of plush toys. <laughs> into, the, in, into the pile of plush toys. He's,
4: this pile of plush toys. Na 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 na.
1: So I think Dr. K, in here, since you're over in the eastern part of the room, you do find something that looks kind of kind of odd. I want both of you to actually give me a either engineering or mysticism check. And as you're doing this, I'll, I'll tell you, you, you I'll do mysticism. Mysticism. You basically pick up this weird tangle of wires and crystal, and it seems to be some sort of a device. You're not quite sure what it is. You can't quite make it out cuz it has little appendages sticking off of it and you're not quite sure what it is.
3: In a 29, I rolled the 26 mysticism.
1: 29 26. Yeah, so as you're holding it, maybe just some part of it looked more whole than the rest of everything else around it. And as you pick it up, you realize that it has some sort of a leather on it and the rest is a metal brace that acts as the superstructure for this because it's a glove. And so the metal covers the back of the hand, and the leather is more of the inside these metal fingers. And as you put your hand into it and turn it over, maybe here's with with your three fingers and Dr. O'K.'s, you guys hold it up, you realize that it has a space in the back for what would be a spell gem. And you do see this red kind of uh, uh, misfigured gem that's sitting inside of it. Is it like damage? It's not damage. It damage, and maybe that's stuff? why Doctor Okay, you saw it too. You saw that bit of red, and you're like, "That's more brilliant than any other plastic." You know, weird thing here. So instead, you realize this is called an Eldracarnum. It has these bright hues that are. You brush off the fingers, and you realize that each of the fingers have these lines, these stripes in them that are purple and yellow and gold and vibrant green. And it is a device that is worn like a glove and you wire in a spell gem. This spell gem is a spell gem of magic missile. Hmm. And it basically allows you to use the device as as if it were a weapon with a spell thrower fusion. So you can throw out your hand, cast whatever spell is in the spell gem and... Uh, when you put it on, you are proficient with it for the purpose of using
0: that. There are... You, you reach That's down... yeah. awesome. Yeah. You, reach you have magic missiles, don't you, Kelly?
3: I do have magic missiles. There are other gems that there are other spells you can plug in there, though. Yeah,
1: as well. and, and as you look, there are actually four others, Doctor. Okay, you notice that same mm. vibrant color. Maybe one is pink, one is green. There are four other spells. There's Caustic Conversion, Microbot Assault, Overheat, and Super Weapon. And I don't know if you guys want to put this in our new little behind-the-scenes. We have a new uh, group... Equipment sheet. We can put that there. I can put that in later if you want.
0: But that's what you find.
2: What is the name of the glove?
0: Eldracarnum. I mean, as a non-magic user, I am enticed by such a device. But I haven't the courage to wield it. Uh, well... (laughs) Yeah,
5: Doctor, okay. I don't
0: know. What do you think?
5: Well... I do have experience with these spells, and uh, it's it's my role. So if you don't want to, uh, if you don't want it, I'll take it.
0: I mean, would it be of any use tactically to have multiple magic users? Or I don't know.
2: Are you guys talking loud enough for like the others to hear?
0: Yeah. No. no. Uh, oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Kelly's no, like, no, no, definitely no. No. no.
4: Isolate maybe. the competition
2: if if I had the ability to hear what you were saying, I would suggest that possibly Nico would take the glove and give him the ability to use such web sub magic but I can't hear what you're saying and he
5: turns back around
1: or he goes on a different frequency <laughs>
5: <laughs> maybe uh we could share it I, I I think that'd be fair we could pass it around from time to time
2: I mean it would be like if if you ran out of spells this lets you use one extra spell slot or how does how does it work? I mean for here here's
3: wise it yeah because he'll he'll run out of spells just because of the way spells work Um, but yeah like you don't need to be a caster to use it at all and I think like each
1: gem has so many charges charges. yeah Yeah. how many about John per gem per gem great question that I don't know the answer to.
2: oh it's based off each gem yeah like each each spell gem is yeah and and you found each of these spell gems laying there yes Mm -hmm. damn that's a big find I can't spell Aljukarram.
1: How many gems? It's phonetic, which is funnily enough not phonetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you spell it? P H O E N E T S E. Wait, what? You're, you're talking about phonetic. <laughs> yeah, I was just messing with you. <laughs> Thanks, Car- John. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, we've got that drop, right? Sure, sure. I, I can cue that up. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I guess I'll cue it if you, if you really need to. There it is. Thank you for that. I appreciate that.
2: It's you got you basically have like the infinity gauntlet. For yeah, so that, <laughs> it's you know, pretty neat. <laughs>
3: that's exactly what I'm thinking. I I don't know. Like I I really like it, but um I'd understand if other people want to use it. So it's cool. Yeah, I think can...
2: I think like you are a spellcaster. You have all these abilities already. It'd be better if somebody non spellcaster
0: used it. So like I'll take it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Wanna...
2: <laughs> I think I think Nico should take it. Uh, if anything, yeah. Um, I got enough tricks
4: and stuff up my sleeves um, without doing the magic missile stuff. Okay, I, I'll I, take I'm, it. I'm more along the lines of. <laughs> I just need better. Oh take it. If I, right. if there's something comes along that improves decks, I, I'm, I'm appreciative. Of if strength. that's the
0: way it's gonna go, <laughs> What does
2: a... what does microbot assault do? Yeah,
0: yeah uh, show me all. Can I get a, a sheet on all these? There, well, it's all in the core. It's books. on the core books.
1: <laughs> Sorry, man. Got a game to run. You pull. Yeah, but can I
0: get the item yeah. in my thing, and then all the other things, and yeah, then isn't that going to be in my? I, I would just thanks, Hero
1: Lab. Are they in the? Uh, it should be in the Hero Lab. Can we jump over to Nico? So you're looking around, trying to see what you can scrounge. Mm-hmm. You see basically that there are a bunch of wires, some semi precious stones not as brilliant as the spell gems were, and some other random crystals. You can gather that all up. It takes about ten minutes. Overall weighs about five bulk, worth about twenty five hundred UPBs for crafting. So
4: Okay, so
1: I don't Nico's know. Nico's can- gonna
4: call out to the rest of the group and he's gonna say, Guys, I found a lot here. It's going to be pretty heavy for me to carry alone. Does anybody have any spare kind of room to carry this along with me? Because at the moment, this is this is going to encumber me. I'm going to be slowed down here.
5: Not anymore. I have the storm hammer, or here's has the storm hammer, and uh, I'm full up pretty much at this point. Uh, same. Unfortunately. What is it that you found?
4: I what found crafting materials. This is stuff that will be useful in the long run when we're trying to makeshift a crafting device where we might be able to find some way to signal for help. You can also I, I have
2: no interest in crafting anything until we get out of here.
4: We This might be Same. our only way off of wherever we're at, is to craft something so how, of our how own. How
0: is this stuff going to do that?
4: Back at Orion Industries, I was able to come up with many a different... uh many a different technology that would be able to boost communications... And weapon ranges to extensive lengths. And Nico's going to roll a diplomacy check on everybody here just to kind of get to kind of use his sales tactics here a little bit. What are you trying to do? He's trying convince to, convince, to carry. He, he, convince him to carry. <laughs> All right. And convince him that Nico, that he knows what he's doing.
1: I'm going to say it feels like a DC. They seem one that they're already holding a lot. So I think a mm. DC. I mean, I know you're really good at diplomacy. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah,
2: I'm
1: do not, we
3: literally have no. to beat something yeah. to like not carry something? Yeah, <laughs>
2: like so he he's, he has to beat it to try to convince uh, us to carry. All? No, I know, yeah. but even then, like that doesn't. You make don't have way. to. You should do it what sense, you want to. But.
1: I just wanted to give him a DC that would tell him whether he feels like he succeeded or not, and then you guys oh, can okay. roll with that, however you want. That's it.
2: I can tell you fails with Rick. All right, well, it's DC, 18. DC eighteen.
1: DC eighteen, I think is a is a good number. Fair point. To feel like you <laughs> were confident, to feel like you <laughs> sold it as best you could. Natural twenty.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Natural twenty plus nine. Let's go.
1: <laughs> I don't think that that means that they want that they'll do it. It doesn't guarantee that they're going to do it. But you, you sold like- it the best you could. That's what happened. Whoa. Says, Man, like- he's
0: so cunning and so salesman with his, you know, one <laughs> sentence asking me to carry all this bulk that I still can't carry, but... If one person can I, carry
4: one... Bu- if one person can carry... Uh, if the three of you guys can carry one bulk apiece,
5: that would be more than enough. That would put
0: me encumbered.
5: I think it would put me encumbered, too. There's like literally no room left yeah. in anyone's pockets to carry things without getting
0: You also already have a lot, Nico. You
3: are
1: you were yeah, very convincing. You, got you, got you should craft
2: just
5: a scrum, little wagon and then pull it behind you <laughs> with all the stuff in it. <laughs> Like a red rider, you know.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: crazy.
2: Crazy Did you find any you wheels?
5: Prison
4: for your
1: mouth. There. <laughs> you also find, uh, Nico. Fifteen mm-hmm. of those. You count them up. There are fifteen of those bug fur, fur- furry friend dolls. Those, mm-hmm. each one can sell for about ten credits. You think they're kind of rare because remember they have the the rare mm-hmm. authentic Skittermander fur. Voluntary, of course. Mm -hmm. And if you were to find a collector, you could probably get 25 credits for each of them. You also find 32 sealed fusion fizz cans all across the flavors of like Leovara Lush, Get a Rocket Blast, all that stuff, right? And each one is only worth one credit, but they provide you all the nutrition and moisture that you would need for the day. So if you guys wanted to crack a cold one, you could just... (laughs) feel like you weren't going to be exhausted. I know you've got your culinary synthesizers, but this is also an easy way to make sure that you don't drift into the exhausted or, or, or like the, uh, I forget what it is, but not eating and not drinking, but that's not even a
3: mechanic that we're using though. Right.
4: If that's the, if that's the case, John, then Nico is going to carry two bulk of the five bulk that you've suggested. And he wants to take the most valuable parts that he finds and if you want me to roll an engineering check on this, I'm more than it's willing all, to do so.
1: It's all, the, the total is going to be the same. So it's going to be about 500 UPBs. So taking two bulk means that you're going to have 1,000 UPBs yeah. to either sell or use for crafting. All right. That's fine. Here's what – if you guys said I'm not going to eat or drink anything, then <laughs> I would be like, great. I'm going to roll that in. I'm assuming that you guys have kind of said like you had these culinary synthesizers. I'm not gonna unless you want to talk about it and bring it up when, when, and if you rest and you're using it, right? Then otherwise, I'm gonna assume that you're doing it. That you're, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, we're just yeah, taking that care we, of our daily do that. needs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, use the bathroom when we need
3: stuff like. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna take a ten minute rest to use the bathroom. <laughs> so here's gonna go pee. <laughs> BRB.
1: Rick, you uh, you are going to look at the doors, right? What's, what's, uh, what's your percent? Yeah,
2: I rolled an 11. 11. On all three doors. Or should I do one for each door so I have a better chance of rolling? Which other?
1: one do you want to start with? Uh, the
2: one all the way to the left. Okay. You,
1: or like the straight ahead angled. Yeah. You know that door and the door to the right. The two single doors. Both of those are different than other doors. One, there's a bright stripe of alternating purple and black that outlines the exterior, right? There are also four large toggle switches, two on each side, that can lock the door from this side. But they're not locked, from what you can tell right now. They don't seem like they would be in a typical conventional locked position. And in the one that is on the left there is a view screen you can't see much inside except you can see that there is some sort of it like like it, it, it's it's a bit of a smaller door it's maybe about three feet off the ground you kind of look in you can see that it is a room the lights are flashing there does seem to be some sort of Damage workstations. There's some more damage inside. You maybe see in the back. There looks to be a couple shapes of of large pedestals. You're not quite sure what's going on there. This is a
2: like a digital view screen, or is just like glassy
1: glass. Okay. And the thing is that above it is some sort of creature of like a holographic image that's floating, right? Of the stylized biped with broad spiked shoulders and an armored head and a long tail. And maybe Dr. OK, you know what this is. And I'm putting this in your journal now. I'm allowing you guys to see it. It's called a Kyokor. And it is a, some sort of just creature. It's a little odd that it's so... That, it, that it's there I'm gonna see if I can show it on screen here
2: it's got like a dragon's face kind of yeah and then like just big broad spiky shoulders like you said um this is but a, this is a hologram it's like a, right so
1: it's, totally okay. a hologram if you
2: want is it moving or is it like solid is it stay or like static
1: it's static but the hologram still right it, it's it's mm-hmm. projecting it but it's not it's not like a video feed or something uh uh-uh. uh Okay. Um, two, uh, two of the things that I want to remind you guys of. One, in this room already, there is there are green stains across the room. Kind of splattered. You're not sure what they are yet. And Rick, if we want to investigate that in a second, we can. Rick, I want to let you know that you can give me, if you want to know more about this hologram, you can give me a culture or a life science check.
2: I don't think I have life science.
1: I'll I'll do
0: culture. I'll assist with culture.
2: I got a twenty for culture. Plus, did you assist? I did. So I got twenty-two for culture, right? Twenty-two. It's plus two.
0: Yeah, plus two.
1: Twenty-two. Yeah. Great. Yeah, you were. You're like, this has to be something with the greys, but it seems weird. Like I, I don't. I'm looking in. I don't see anything there. You know, kyokers are like big creatures. Uh, I, I, I don't know that that that's quite what is in there. That it seems odd. And Doctor okay is like maybe it's not mm. meant to be in there. You realize seems that out of place. It's a. It's like a gray thought figure. It's like a symbol that's meant to indicate this area's importance as a place of study. So the actual sigil, the actual symbol of it is unimportant and probably unrelated but it's so unique that you could refer to it and somebody would know what you're talking about without maybe knowing what you're talking about it's like a monster crafting lab or something maybe maybe also could be totally unrelated because then you look over to the door to your right same door four toggle switches purple black outline the view screen is damaged. You can't see in there. The, the glass is cracked. There's another hologram though, and that hologram is of a a a an aquatic creature, which is weird.
2: Wait, you're saying these are like these are like gray study rooms that are marked by these holograms? So like you would one gray would commute to, com- communicate to another gray, like, oh, I'm in the football playing lizard.
1: Room sure, (laughs) and then another one might say, Oh, I'm in, I'm showing it to you guys now. The the dolphin. Well, it's this like prehistoric creature with electricity. Uh, I just added it, it's called an Oma. They're these large creatures that are pretty cool. It's
2: like a fishy whale with electricity,
1: yeah, purple and blue. It's pretty awesome, yeah, it's freaking cool. It's It's an Oma, like a giant,
2: like giant koi, electric koi, Yeah, yeah. And
1: and maybe here's as you're walking over, you do feel kind of a telepathic uh, connection mm-hmm. to them in the sense that they there is a te- there's a telepathic imprint on them so it's like you could refer to them telepathically right it's like saying you're 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 saying I'm in the room with the Oma or doing whatever or you could you could ping it kind of telepathically uh, okay yeah but Do not let the us know other that? figure
3: right just both. this one both oh, okay okay um, now here's keeps his secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah,
2: nah, does, JK, so, JK, he'll say it. All right. Does so. does Rick see hey, like Rick. another door over there at all? Is it is it just like a, a, a single room?
1: Which one? Either one. Like. They both seem like they're... The, again, the one on the right, you can't really see into it that much. But maybe you can look and see. They're both pretty large rooms.
2: Uh, and so Rick Rick's like are you doing that telepathically yeah here's here's gonna be like so he feels like hears like scratching at his brain
5: this uh, these little figures you can kind of like there's some way of talking to them or using them to like tell other probably other greys you know and they're telepathically where I'm at what it does stuff like that I can't be sure but it's related to that
2: understood do you think these rooms are worth exploring then
3: uh, is there any way here's could find out some sort of like remnants or imprints telepathically of that kind of stuff? Um, I,
1: I'm not quite sure. I'm not going to say no. So maybe give me a. I'm trying to think what that would be.
2: Mysticism, mississism? Sure.
1: Mysticism's is good. All will assist. Okay.
3: Uh, Well, I only rolled a nine, unfortunately, in, in spite of my high mississism. It's basically a one. You rolled a nine?
1: Yeah. Well, I did assist. One plus eight. So. so it's 11 you got an 11. 11 that's just good enough to know I'll I'll say this they both seem like you are the space that you're in now the workstations were probably some sort of area again where you could do testing you're probably in another testing area in general the experiments here are just different but the room that has the... Kyokor on it. Mm-hmm. You do think that there is probably wait. How do you
2: spell Kyokor? I just tried to spell it and uh, Google Docs corrected it as Kilcare. <laughs> Kilcare is apparently a word. Kill. What's what is a
1: what is a Kilcare? I don't know. I'm going to Google it. That's I'm afraid to. Kyokor is K-Y-L-K-O-R. Oh, I. Okay, wait. I, I'm so bad at spelling stuff. K-Y. <laughs> So you can't get too much read from the room with the with the Kyokor. Here's. Mm-hmm. But the room, maybe you start to reach out and Dr. Ok is maybe I don't know, maybe he's saying like uh, he's talking to you about just some different ways that, that you could picture this. He's also trying to picture what's going on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Makes sense. The one with the Oma. Not only is there a telepathic ping from something inside the room? It feels like maybe there's a there's there's a working computer in there. It's not been smashed. If you remember in the first room with the bounder there was some sort of a communications device mm-hmm. you think that from your ping there's probably another one in there and it might be working, but you're but it doesn't feel like it's like a huge thing, it just feels like there's something in there that can communicate to somewhere else. Okay. Mm. Two
2: things. Uh, first, how do you spell... E- what was the other creature called? OMA. O-M-A. Oh, okay. That's an easy one. Yep. Nico. Uh, and secondly, Killcare is a beach in Australia. Hmm. Oh, nice. nice.
3: For anybody <laughs> else. Yeah.
0: All- we love
3: our fans. <laughs> Remember, I'm not going to do that.
1: Really Down Under, we no, love I guys. Don't it. Uh, but if you live in australia <laughs> you've been there
0: i i want to go i've been to australia wait what will nothing i just really want to go to tassie
3: yeah me too yeah is that like an island with the tasmanian devils yes but they're extinct it, now. Is. it yeah. is yeah T- Taz- Taz- tasmania
2: is a, a little island on the south side yeah. of australia sounds
3: fun all right let's go to
1: australia guys
3: we'll save tours coming I'm to bad. you soon yeah they, they have some <laughs> conventions there
1: yeah they, they, do. they have conventions in Australia, yes. <laughs>
3: I think uh, Gen Con had one or something, or PAX, or I don't know.
1: PAX, yeah, yeah, PAX. PAX. Is one. Be cool to go to that.
3: Um, here's Tells to Group This, by the way.
1: There's a computer
5: in there, and I think it's another experiment the laboratory. We should probably check out the computer, but heads up, maybe next a paperclip will attack us or something, I don't know. Literally anything's <laughs> game at this point. Freaking heads up. Nick, so you had some uh, thoughts, yeah. Nico.
4: So Nico wanted to do a culture check on the Keokors. Okay.
1: Roll your... So
4: that's a 14 on the dice plus, plus 10. So that's 24. He wants to know a little bit more on the ferocity of the Keo okay. he remember. He, there's something in the back of his head that he remembers something about them destroying the population of an entire planet. Wait,
2: what?
3: Uh, <laughs> close okay. to it damn.
2: Is John feeding you this or did you Google something?
1: Let's not go in the Kyokor room then. Uh, Keokors are colossal, by the way. (laughs) Like (laughs) size. Uh, Like technical mechanical size colossal. I'm going to read you some of the alien archive which you can see because the artwork is super cool and it's a super sweet just thread in general. It says Keokors are one of the most common types of colossi that rampage like a living apocalypse across the ruined planet Daimalko. These mammoth bipedal alien horrors are large enough to take out an entire city block with a few sweeps of their hulking claws. And in fact, this seems to be exactly what they evolved or were designed to do it's yeah. Godzilla. Like, I, I saw an image of it just now. It's basically Godzilla. It's yeah,
2: it, I, Yeah. I was thinking that it is. It is like a it is awesome. Godzilla-type creature. Just
1: gonna pull out That's some crazy. cool phrases. Uh, enormous juggernauts. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, tiny glowing eyes peeking out from a cavernous gash. Ooh, I like this. It's also said that Kyokuras are capable of speech, but that no one alive has heard a Kyokura's voice. It's haunting. Oh, so,
4: Nico Ryan is just Upon remembering all this He's gonna say I've got a bad feeling about this You
2: said so he's gonna charge in first With his jump here jets go, ready to here go Here I go
4: And he's gonna follow up Saying like They're experimenting with Kyokors mm-hmm. Have you ever you guys heard about The Awakening On daimalco Why does Nikko know so much But go ahead Niko. Nah I never heard of it I heard stories uh, During my tales on the outer rim And in the near worlds just the planet used to be full of life and had a vast and teeming ocean, and all of a sudden, in a single day, it all evaporated. And these Kyokors, part of the Colossi, rose from the ground, and in the course of a single year, drove the entire population underground and nearly destroyed every living thing on the planet. If they're experimenting with cores this thing might be bursting from the inside. It is just a hologram.
0: It may, which represents something of. else, though, right? I mean, this hologram is like a symbol for for a larger thing.
4: What did mean, we find in the other room, though? The place was slashed nearby. up. The place was slashed up, and the
2: structural integrity of the room itself was failing. But that appeared to be a troll of some sort. Yeah, the colossus also. I'm, think we should still investigate
5: there were like green slimes all over that room too there's green slimes in there right rick
2: yeah tell Uh, us more about the green stains in this room
1: yeah give me i don't know why i started really high with that give me a give me somebody a life science or medicine check and give yourself a plus two I
2: will oh, assist, tw- on oh, oh, <laughs> assist
1: on the medicine. 29. I'll look on the medicine check too. Uh, let's, let's go. I Let, did oh, not nah, assist nah, on nah, the nah, medicine. Nah. Check. So, who's going to roll <laughs> it? <laughs> I, I rolled it. For a so 29. You roll life with science plus 2. 29. Who is assisting? Yes. I'm assisting. I tried to. I Let's go not. one at a time. Nick, are you assisting? <laughs> yes, I rolled a 10 cumulatively. <laughs> okay, great. So, plus 2. Rick, are you assisting?
2: I tried and he, I had no luck. Okay,
1: so you don't know anything. Dr. O'Kay, I'm just assuming you're an assistant, because you're a baller. Yeah, uh, he's scared, mean, like, yeah, or I could have just rolled.
0: Yeah. I did roll a net. Yeah. 18 for 31. So. <laughs>
1: Crushed it. Hell yeah. Yeah, so both you and, and here's at the same time are like, this is absolutely troll blood. Uh, and Dr. O'Kay, I think oh, it's f- your assist gives you this information, which is that the blood is slightly radioactive.
0: Uh-oh. Ugh. Hey guys, this isn't just some normal troll. This this guy's a little uh, how should I say it? Radioactive. I don't know. Uh, he's beaming.
1: That's good. Let's not go in there. Yeah, I'm not dead. Where
2: where was the stain? At it's just all over the room. Or yeah, or is no, 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 on no. On That's a... just
1: all over the room. It has nothing to do with these doors. It's just all over the room that you are already in. What? Oh, oh hey, right. uh,
0: this is bad.
2: <laughs> it's slight, slightly radioactive. Like that doesn't. As a former ELT, <laughs> I can tell you, slight radiation is not a big deal.
0: Yeah, well. Is there
2: any any mechanical aspect of the slight radiation? No,
0: no, but just the fact that there is a radioactive troll doesn't concern you. <laughs> uh,
2: the fact that this building is collapsing and we've been contained yeah, on the vessel—I have no idea. Exactly. I, I, but we may have to encounter this radioactive troll at some point as
5: well. I think we should start with the room with uh, the computer in it, which is this one.
1: The one on the right, the OMA. Yeah,
5: the OMA. We might be able to find our way out that way. Plus, we can connect to whatever network they have going on
1: and figure that out.
2: I, I concur. But, uh, John, did I learn anything about the double doors?
1: The double doors, there are no view screens in them. They, you presume, probably just go on to another wing. Think of the double doors that were at the, in the data foundry, right? They probably just lead up to another area. So, alright. Are you
2: guys ready to move forward? Ready. And Rick Rick yes. will step up to the door.
0: To which door? Hop. Yep. To Going through this door. Oma? Not this one. Here says Into
5: his. the Oma's room. Yeah. Guys, let's let Chad open it up, alright? <laughs> that just room was
2: sake. the that room was the core which is the giant... core
1: Oh, yes. That was not the room that... The other room was the one that you pinged a the working old, computer uh, with, like, a telepathic... There's, there's there's like, a telepathic sense that you get from that room. All right.
3: Let's do it. Chad, uh, if you're Ooh, all agreed, okay. Chad's going to go open
1: it. Okay.
2: Uh, Rick will stand there. He's got his artillery laser out, and he's leaning up against the the double doors so he can, like, sense if there's anything on coming from that side as well.
1: Okay.
3: He just drinks a purple soda and tells Chad to open the um, room.
1: The Grape Fanta is probably a joke, but there was a Grape Fusion Fizz, and there was no cool name, because Grape is just Grape. So there's no cool name for that one. It was just Grape. because <laughs> <laughs> all grape's refreshing enough. Yeah. Here's, as you walk out, you also, there's a faint ping of something else telepathic. And right at that time, Chad's like, "No, right, going to open Great. it up. Great. Uh, With this is on gray Chad opens the door Presses The buttons Chad is around for what an hour Yeah he's like around for an hour for each yeah. cast Okay cool Takes a bite of the burrito Takes a <laughs> sip as well <laughs> Hurry up Chad Choose Come on. Thanks Matt Checking the surf Chad <laughs> Chad, open, Chad open it up And then looks at you and then okay, doo-doo-doo. all right, man. And then opens the door.
3: God Lord, Chad's so slow.
1: Does he even watch Saturday
2: Night Live? I mean, it's a uh, Pete Pete. Uh, what's his name? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson does like a Chad. Yeah. Character. Amazing. It, where he just always is like, uh, uh, okay, all right, and just does stupid things. Just, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Chad's
3: not that dumb. He's he's smart. He's just he's just kind of like.
2: He, he's a floating hand that does the same thing huh. repeatedly until you tell him to he do it. Does else. what I ask
3: him to do very well. Very, <laughs> this
1: door is
2: loyal. Is what it is.
1: <laughs> this door slides up, and as it slides up, it doesn't quite get all the way up. There's probably something blocking in the cavity above. But as it opens, you feel just a bit of cool air, as if. This door has not been opened for a little while. I'm going to reveal it. And this is what you guys see. It's a large room. You see in the northern wall, the first thing that grabs your attention in this large room is there's a giant plate of blue metal. And it displays an animated Oma that just like on the outside of the door, except much larger. And it's swimming in the blue screen occasionally looking as if looking in the room and its purple-blue electricity kind of cackles across. But there are dead patches in the screen from random damage, so it breaks your immersion. As soon as you see the electricity and the fish swim through one, you realize this is just a large visual prop. Mm. So then at the southern end of the room, you see a podium it's covered. There's a bunch of colored buttons and touch pads. Near the eastern wall, there's a frame of of gold and silver wires that reminds you of the one that was in the room with the founder. Silver wires, there's hollows built into it like small cages and all these wires run into a machine in each of the cage where there's like a smoky crystal. And there are two workstations, each with three desks and chairs that sit in the center and the northern part of the room. And in the, the northern west corner is this raised section of tubes and wires and vapor clouded pipes. The whole array humming humming and occasionally hissing and the ceiling cracked. Twisted metal panels bending down into the room. Rock and debris litters the floor. The one thing that it stands out is in the center of the room. There's a strange gold object in front of the two workstations seem to be two spiky rings that are almost touching each one you can just tell the lights flicker a little over but each time it does there's a ping there's like a reflection from this bunch of multicolored gems inside and you see these spider like limbs and spikes sit from a soft blue orb in the center of the object and these spider like limbs kind of come out from underneath some of the limbs look like they're for movement other ones appear to be covered in syringes little clamps little handy tools maybe like a little tube just looks like a weird little helper it's not moving just kind of sitting what do you guys do? Um
3: here's I'll send gonna... Chad in to investigate <laughs> that thing in the middle what okay the
2: hell it and is. Rick will proceed for any traps or or item or, or hidden objects <laughs> That's
0: eighteen. Uh, can I do a mysticism check now with the door open to see if I can like kind of pinpoint where this psychic thing was coming from? Yeah, but since you don't have
1: telepathy, it's going to be a, a bit tougher. Oh, never mind. Well, here's well, I we'll, can use, yeah, yeah. Here's you go can. Ahead, will.
0: Sorry, what? Will, Probably I will. Mm, no, I'm just. I could. I can, I can only do mysticism in the sense that I can also do a life science check, but I don't know that I'm skilled in mysticism because of that. It was just for identifying creatures mm-hmm. and, like, the, the regular life science stuff.
2: Sorry, what did you say? You said that the workstation, there's two workstations, then there's the object in the middle of the room, and then did you tell us what this thing to the far left is or, or straight across the room?
1: The far These three objects. That is this machine. It's humming. There's a lot of hissing, right? This blue thing is. Is the Oma? Yeah, this blue thing is part of the screen. It sticks out a little bit, and it is essentially another large area where, like, it can come into this hologram and swim in, and then swim out. It's pretty neat. This is a podium where you think that probably you can control the computers. This is that machine. Uh, sorry, this the communication. Sorry, this is the machine with the smoky crystals. Reminds you of the communication machine. This is the hissing machine in the corner. You can give me an engineering check on that. This is the podium where you can control, and there's probably the computer. Here's you can does ping. the hissing machine look like the communication device from no. the other room? Okay, no. the one in the corner looks like it might have been of a similar make. Here's. He just wants to do a couple
3: things. Uh, first. Um, what like Dr. OK was trying to do. He was going to try to identify the source of the telepathy.
1: Okay. So and Rick you did a perception check that you don't Rick is standing right in the doorway. You don't notice any traps. There are no traps. What you do realize is that there are there are also four toggles on this side so you could lock the door from this side and you realize that you could also lock the door from the outside by pulling these toggles so you could lock it from
3: inside or outside So roll a 26 mysticism 26 mysticism. And and then he's also going to detect magic before sending Chad in.
1: Detect magic. Okay. Yeah, And Dr. K, you were going to do the mysticism as well. I I, I definitely think you...
0: I I can't actually do any sort of mysticism check. I can only identify creatures that would normally be identified by a mysticism check using my life science ability because of my pious scientist um, Asharu granted option. Okay. I'll say that you can assist here though, if you want. Sure. I, assist. I, I think I get automatic success. Great. On so, that. so here's, then. you got 28.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let's see. So you're doing detect magic and you're trying to just see where the source of this telepathy was, right?
3: Yeah. Those two different things. Yeah.
1: Okay. One, the main source of, t- of telepathy seems to come from one, the computer seems like it has that telepathic component. You can interact with it telepathically, right? you also sense that the machine in the corner the communications device is also some sort of telepathic device and you get the sense that it you need to take a minute to work through it probably through the computer that's probably the best way to interact with it it seems pretty complex but you can ping it and it, it i'm picturing kind of like radar you 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 can feel its presence you do feel a telepathic presence, almost a sentience coming from the object that's in the center of the room. It seems neutral, but dormant, which is weird. Um, and, is. yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say you Detect Magic. Yes, Detect Magic. If you're a GM and you know this room and you know stuff, let me know. I don't think you really pull up anything with your Detect Magic, per se. There's nothing... If anything, there's more of a psychic telepathic presence than there's anything really magic. Although you do think that some of your... Maybe your detect magic is blending in a little bit with your telepathy and this object in the center of the room has some sort of magic in it in the way that many hybrid items do, right? Could we do like an engineering check? You could do an engineering check on that. You could also do an engineering check. I know you were curious, Rick, about the machine in the corner the one that's humming and hissing. Identify
0: technology. Uh
2: I'm at this point Rick is still just concerned about like anything that is a risk to
0: us kind of jump out and kill you. Yeah, so
2: like I see damaged stuff is there any is there any indication or is that just flavor on the map?
1: Uh the it doesn't seem like anything in here has the same like there's no green stains, right? There's probably none of this other blood seems like whatever this this room is a little bit more put together so okay it was damaged the ceiling is you know there are some beams that are hanging down and some of the workstation stuff are damaged but it's not as bad
2: and so that northern wall is like one giant screen and then like there's one section of it that's holographic where the thing can come out and swim around yeah
1: and then otherwise it swims into the screen it's kind of a neat thing that's all but only
2: move 20 feet at a time but Rick Rick will strafe the wall keeping his gun up and like scanning the room okay. as he makes his way over towards the pedestal. Okay.
1: And Doctor, okay, you were going to do a detect magic or or sorry, a uh, engineering identify technology. Okay. On the assists. Okay. On the the thing in the center.
0: I got a 27.
1: So 29 total. Okay. 27, 29 total. Just look at something real quick. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. It does... It's probably some sort of a technological and magical creature, but it's in a dormant state. And the telepathic ping you get from it, the the profile of it, is neutral. And that doesn't seem to be just because it's in a dormant state. It just seems to be like even if something was sleeping and was maybe evil, I'm not saying detect alignment. It's just you you have a sense that there's nothing here that is uh, malicious about it.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: Um, he just wants to send Chad
3: in to go, like, touch it. Okay. So Chad does that. He goes, like... All right. goes, like, right up to it. Okay. Touches
2: it,
1: Rick, happened? as you're coming up to the podium, give me an engineering check.
2: Oh, God. This scares me. Uh... Nice. 15 plus <laughs> Tiny cracking dice. engineering is a 3, so I got
1: 18. 18. You think that this area is a laboratory because that humming and hissing machine, you realize, is an energy and heat sink. So...
2: I, I think that this room is a laboratory because this device in the corner must be some kind of heat sink, he says over the intercoms.
1: Yeah, it's pulling in all this excess energy. Right. So that way, nothing concentrates in one area. Uh, it's not damaged.
0: I need to do an engineering check on this item up here. Sorry, can you? I, I'm not looking at the map. Uh, the
1: other corner. Yeah. Did you walk in the room? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Doctor K, watching the room, and you're walking up to oh the the northwest corner. So that is you are pretty sure some sort of a comms device. But again, you don't have telepathy. So you're not feeling mm. that comms connection. Uh,
0: but based on the way that the wires move so is out of the is, room. is telepathy different than any magic mysticism?
3: It's often a racial trait, telepathy.
1: Yeah, you're telepathy. So here's a Nico. You're both standing outside the room.
3: Well, here's just going to go to the computer and try to ask it some questions and connect with the telepath- uh, telepathically.
1: Okay. And Rick is at the computer. Nico, what are you doing? Nico's
4: running. Uh, Nico's going to not run Nico's going to walk in and um, he's just going to kind of be looking around and just trying to understand the scene that's kind of beforehand a little bit. Okay. It's definitely not something. It's definitely something that unnerves him.
1: Okay. Here's as you he's- walk in and you're walking forward. Are you two at the podium? Rick and here's. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, you realize that the podium, <laughs> you realize that the podium is a working computer.
3: Yeah, here's just gonna connect with it telepath- telepathically and touch yeah. it and stuff. Yeah. Telepathic.
1: Rick, Rick
4: will take point. In front so, of it. Yeah. yeah, and Nico's gonna go up to the computer too.
3: Okay, he's gonna try to figure out. He's gonna ask some things to it. Yeah.
1: So you guys are spreading yeah. across the room, and I realize that we need monsters. No, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. we need. A something for chat because we don't have anything for for chat.
0: From Chad? What do you mean? No. What do you mean?
1: We need like a.
0: A token for Chad? Yeah. We need oh, a, yeah, yeah. We oh. need a Chad token, so I just go in <laughs> What the? F-
3: Wait, it's a guy uh, on a surfboard with a gun? <laughs> yeah, it came, came, it came seven. Seven. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Where did you get this token from? Oh, uh, you know. Just the depths of Roll20. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. Uh, uh, annals uh, of Roll20. We searched for Chad <laughs> in Roll20. <I'm> sure. <laughs>
2: so so chatty.
1: It's very chatty. So It is pretty chatty, man. You know what. You know what it's all about. So Chad walks up and Chad is, is Chad doesn't seem to, Chad just keeps eating burrito and doesn't seem to have any. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's not moving. The blue ball though, Chad tells you, seems to be like some sort of like a, like a plasma ball, you uh, know, but it's not on yet. So there's like a blue energy coming out of it. But I, I don't know, man. It's rad. Can Chad do that? Chad has some surprising things that you don't know about. I'm just kidding. He doesn't. Uh, I'm yeah, just telling Chad's you. Chad's a man of
3: the world. Chad's Thanks, s- Chad. Scholarly. Ch- Chad did major in uh, some kind of physics, so there you go.
2: <laughs> Before he died, yeah. became your At,
1: uh, <laughs> servant thing? UC's... That's a long
3: story, Chad and I. You yeah, see uh,
1: Santa Barbara. <laughs> UC yeah, they, exactly. That's exactly where he went, actually. The University yeah. of del Santa Barbara. That's what, that's, yes. that's <laughs> so here's well, you anyway. connect to the computer
4: uh nico's also gonna nico's also gonna be going with here's to kind of connect with it
1: okay hey move over
2: you guys hold hands while you're yeah. connecting to the that's computer? A, that's I the
0: only way to nico uh, it's the only way uh, Nico's gonna get i have a bad feeling about Nica,
2: this. nico's
4: gonna go over to here and he's gonna be like all right i'll let you take one on this but if you up I'm taking over. You can't you <laughs> literally can't
5: even do it. <laughs> That's funny. Give, it a, give that? it a try. All right, give it a all try.
3: Give it a try. Alright, here's what's connected to it. And he puts his like finger on Nico's head so he can
1: hear what he's hearing. Okay. Okay. Right. Mm. Couple things. That's cool. I like, like that. that. Like E.T., you know. Two, two. One. You Two. I need you to give me a uh, no. A, okay. Um, <laughs> a computer's check. Okay. Sorry. Let me tell you this. It is a secure computer. So you're going to need right. to make it DC if if you want to see what's in it.
4: Pull up, pull up your uh, hacking flow chart. John, do you want to do – we talked about this earlier. Do you want to do the new like,
1: – I don't want to do the dynamic hacking yet. That's a thing for okay. a, another time. That's That's cool, and it's really I great. Know. Thank you, Tech Revolution. I don't want to do that now. Trust me. It's cool. All right. But good Wait, what out. is dynamic hacking? You gotta read tech revolution. So Man. actually here's right. as you What's go to, to tap in, mm-hmm. you think it's probably gonna be a bit tough. So I don't know if you want to give me a, a hack right now. A hack? Um w- or just a computer's check? What do you mean? To John to, to get past just the just a hack into the computer. Oh
4: John, uh, can I make a suggestion? can hold on. Bef- uh, before we do this. Can, seeing as though here's is touching my forehead telepathically, so I hear what the computer's hearing and what he's hearing, right? Yeah. Can I make the suggestion that he do a diversionary hack, uh, make a diversion so that he can hack in there and I can roll that?
1: I don't understand. So, that. no, I think you would just assist. I just assist, yeah. okay. That's just how that well,
3: works. I have a plus 11 computer, so it's. I think we're about the same, Nico and well, I. Well,
1: Rick is going to
2: move away from like, the computer if you guys are going to start hacking into Okay. It.
3: Yes. This okay. okay. Uh, I rolled a 27.
4: 27. Crushed it. And I'll, I'm assisting. Yep. So, yep, that's it. That's an assist. That's <laughs> yeah. even with a roll. That's a 4 plus 11. That's 15.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you, you can see, too, that the computer, like you could also you don't have to do it telepathically you can also type in but the telepathic way is is just very common to it but for some reason this one has, has some tactile buttons to it okay so you crush it you are able to get in your mind pushes past whatever security is already in the computer you can actually get in past the login past all of that you see that there are 3 modules that are on the computer As you do that as you're opening yourself up to the computer hears mm-hmm. the presence of that thing in the center of the room awakens as well Uh-oh of course it does and Poor Chad. Chad is looking Chad's at dead. it and Rick you're standing over and Dr. O'Kay, you're bo- both both of you are flanking the creature from diagonally way like in separate corners of the room. The wheels you hear these gold wheels start to turn and they're catching more of the light and they're starting to to reflect all these colors all around the floor around it and the blue the blue light inside of it starts to glow and connect out to the rings and so it seems like it's coursing electricity through it and it pushes itself up on these four arms that come out ding, 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 ding. it pushes itself up and all of you in the room hear oh, Jesus. in your mind you simultaneously hear this voice that says readings new test subjects I am the monitor, and today is your lucky day. And that's our game. Oh, <laughs> oh my
4: god! I Rick had a bad fire. feeling about it this. Reminded me of that like thing
3: from Halo, <laughs> the little floating guy.
4: Not Cortana, right?
3: No, not Cortana. The guy who like has knowledge of the the ring and he's screwing you over secretly.
2: <laughs> screwing the bad, the bad, screwing uh, bad you guy. over secretly. Yeah, yeah the little floating guy. I can't remember his name.